Out of glory. So we started talking about how to increase in grace. And we said a lot of things. Who can just, who remembers what we, some of the uh, points we gave about increasing in grace? I shared on how do we increase in grace. So I just want to see if you are learning or you stop learning. Amen. 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 So who will rescue us? Who will be our Redeemer and our Savior? So we said, how do we increase in grace? What is the first point we talked about? What is the first point we talked about? What was the first point we talked about? About increasing in grace. What was the first point? Who would want to share with us? Who would want to share with us? Amen. He said, how do we increase in grace? Glory. Glory. We talked about how to increase in grace yeah. by giving. By giving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that not powerful? We now wow. talked about first step of giving. You have to give yourself first. Give yourself first. Second, you give your substance. You give your substance. Thirdly, you give to your man of God. Thirdly, you give to your man of God. Is that not powerful? <laughs> so that's, that's, just, that's under one point. Is that not two? On giving. But is that not, is that not powerful? Wow, wow. So who would want to also give us another point? What they had? Another point. Or oh, you want us to close at one o'clock? I should be waiting till. Because we are not moving until we, we, we know that you remember the points. Because I'm finalizing it today. Okay, so who would want to tell us something? Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. So we spoke about the throne of grace, mm-hmm. the throne of grace, and mm-hmm. you explained to us how we usually what we knew before mm-hmm. was that when you are in need, mm-hmm. then you go to the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. So it was actually on that day that you explained mm-hmm. that I understood that we it is not uh, the throne of grace is not where we approach when we are in need, mm-hmm. but it is. Um, the throne of grace is where we already live. The Christian yeah. already is around the throne of grace. So there's yeah. no way that Christian is approaching the throne of grace when he needs something. But it is it is for a certain purpose. It is yeah. it is for a certain period. Let's say you are going through trials or yeah. a certain time and then you 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 are able to how did you put it? <laughs> <laughs> you want to help. You want to help. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, but that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. So, yes. 
like he said, um, we leave. That is where we leave. And that grace is needed for a particular point. If you are going through um, trials, trials. That, you need that grace to sustain you, to, sustain to go you. through, um, to, to be able to go you. through that trial. Yeah. And that is where that particular grace comes in. Yeah. That's powerful. Is that not powerful? That's powerful. That's powerful. Maybe I should, I should turn Sister Alfreda into a teacher. It looks like among all the LOL sister, Frida is the one who always has message to share. Is that not true? I'll, I'll make you LOL dickness or turn you into WCN elder. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> it's true. Okay. Who also has something to say? So we talk about the tone of grace. We talk about giving, giving yourself, giving your substance. To God and giving your substance to your man of God. Is that not powerful? And even giving yourself to your man of God too. So we have two points now. How many points left? <laughs> so who wants to say something again? I want to know if you are learning or your Christianity is like going to. If you are a religious Christian, by this time you should know that all that we are sharing you don't know. So your Christianity is religion. If you want to point out those whose Christianity is religion in this church, we can point out based on what you know and what you don't know. Because everybody is going to church on Sunday. Is that not true? And some are singing, send your power, the Holy Ghost power. And dancing. They are now asking to send the power. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for yes. this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we also spoke about, um, in James chapter 4, you explained mm-hmm. that another way of uh, increasing in grace is... Mm-hmm. Uh, been uh, been uh, working in humility. And working said, in humility. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And he said that uh, he explained for that to, uh, to let us know that it's about submission to the word of God mm-hmm. and to the will of God, and also submission to the spirit of God, mm-hmm. and also submission to the authority of the church, and, and also submission, submission to the authority another. of the church, mm-hmm. and submission to one another. Submission to one another in the fear of the Lord. Is that not powerful? So we have how many points now? What's like we have three points now so far. So what's the last one so that we conclude with our fifth one? And then we are done with ever increasing in grace so that we move to another subject on grace. Amen next week or next two weeks after the camp. So we want to just finalize. Amen. We want to finalize. We want to finalize. Oh. We would want to finalize so that we begin our service. Or we should close like this. Those online will say, why are they closing? It's because the students are not learning. Amen. If your lecturer comes and he finds out that you are all not learning, he will say, okay, then go and learn the previous ones, and then we come again. Continue. I don't want to establish a religious church. Amen where people just come to service on Sunday and dance, send your power, the Holy Ghost power, and the handkerchief, handkerchief, then they go home. True or false? So who wants to share the last point and then we know that we are learning something in this class, in this school. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4 can project it whilst we wait to listen. 
verse 7. We are sharing on through impartation. Through impartation. Today we are sharing on through impartation by a greater one. Through impartation by a greater one. Through impartation by a greater one. But then who will give us the last one and then we are off. And we have five. We have this one adds up to five. Is that not two? Is that not right? That's right. So give us the last one for the sake of those who are maybe joining us online for the first time. We said the first one, the first person who spoke spoke about giving. We walk in ever increasing grace through giving. And another one, another person who says we also find grace on the throne of grace. And that particular grace that we find is a grace that is granted by the high priest. It's so important. And the high priest. And it's for a specific purpose. It's for a specific purpose. And that's all those are online. So you can watch, go back and watch all of them. I've said it before that one of the Sundays, when I come, I'll come with a question, question, piece of paper. Question. Nowadays, if people living ask that, oh, they are going to, Papa, can you please help us? We'll give you a question. You can answer all. We will help you with your rent or something. We can't help you when you are ignorant. That means that you become a burden to the church. What do you guys think? Because if you are not learning, you owe you, nothing will change. You will just be putting money in your hands just because you have trouble. And you are also not learning. It's like, oh, well, once I have trouble, I go to tell Papa. Papa will give us, uh, or church will give us donation. What do you guys think? Right, is that not right? So now we'll be asking questions. We'll give you some questionnaires. What is grace? What are the types of grace? How do you increase in grace? And all that. What is the grace of God? What is the grace of our Lord? If you are not able to answer, we won't give you any donation. <laughs> Let it be a law in WCN. Amen. Even camp, we will ask you a question before we will pay for you. If you can, those who want to pay for you, ask you a question. If you can't answer, we won't pay for you. It means that you become a burden. Next year, we will still have to pay for you again. Next year, we will pay for you. Just be enjoying our payments without any desire for changes and desire to pay somebody's own. Is that all right? Okay, that's awesome. So it's good that it's online so that it will be, it will be a rule that is there. If anybody comes to see you and say, Charlie, I'm going to ask him what is the grace of God before you give. Okay, so... What was the last one? <laughs> what was the last one? So we have three points now. Impartation is the last one we are talking about today. So we have three points. In fact, we've been online for about 15 minutes, two or four, and we are not sharing. So everybody is watching you here to check and see what Papa P is teaching you for which you don't know. The last one is what? Through the knowledge of God. Today, LOF has done all. Two LOF are shaking the system. All the men are offline today. All the men are offline today. Is that not true? So the first one we talked about was true knowledge. Glory. Glory. The first one we talked about is true knowledge. The second one we talked about was true humility. And the third one we talked about was was the grace that you find on the throne. That's the third one, right? 
What have I mentioned now? So knowledge, humility, throne, then giving. That's the four. Then the fifth one today and the last one is through impartation by a greater one. Say it after me. Say impartation by a greater one. Say the word of God. But of it looks like I'm not seeing any microphone on the city here. Why? How do you record the voice and all that? Uh, hallelujah. So, say impartation. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? I will say that you mean. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I'm seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. See, I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say it again. Say, I'm a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Give the Lord a shout of glory. So, Ephesians chapter, well, take us to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 7 first. Then we go to Ephesians. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 7. I just wanted to see where it's coming from. We say, impartation by a greater one. Impartation. So we also increase in grace perpetually through impartation by a greater one. Through impartation. Since without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Give me an NIV of that. Can we all read it together? One, two, go. So without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So in the sight of God, God regards certain people as having some kind of grace which gives them that opportunity, that gives them the right to impart or to bless certain people who are not up to that kind of grace. Amen. When we talk about the increasing in grace, we talk about the increasing in grace before I, I, I can you give me some, some, give me a plastic cup, give me anything, any bucket, anything that you have around. Let me show you the differences, how the levels of grace are. Just briefly. Just briefly. Any vessel, well, this, uh, this uh, bottle is okay. So that you just have a pictorial view of what I've been, I've been giving, I've been sharing. Who has a big, a big bowl? So this is a big bowl, this is a, a bottle, right? It's a plastic, what do you call it, bottle. Then a plastic cup. The plastic cup and the bottle, are they the same level? Are they the same level? And do you have any other big, I, I, uh, since this is unplanned, I think that people will like, what's happening by it's unplanned. I say, wow, there's a bucket here. Wow, shout glory. Yay. So this is a bucket. You can hold this one to Hold one, one hand. I hold this. This is just coming to the camera so that we will see you. You see, so this is this is a bucket. Is that not a bucket? This is a bottle. Is this not a bottle? What else did we have here? A plastic. Eh? So it's that food that can hold the plastic for us, or who hold the plastic uh, cup for us, or you hold that one too. Okay, so then it's that food that you can sit, okay, and relax. Very soon I'll make you an, an elder in the church because you are learning. So look at this. Look at this. 
and look at that. Are they the same in size? Oh, are they the same? We can also go for uh, polytanks and others. I'm wondering who will carry the polytank. Is that not strange? But you see, so when we are talking about, yeah, the fit man is here. When we are talking about increasing in grace, because I'm ending it, I want you to see it like this. There are people who are walking in this kind of grace, full, like this. There are Christians also who are walking with this kind of grace. There are Christians who are walking with this full of grace. The one who is walking with this kind of grace will accomplish much than the one who is walking with this kind of grace. Is that right? The one who is also walking in a, a, a polytan kind of grace will do mighty things than this one. So when it talks about impartation, it means that the one who is walking in this kind of grace can, can impart or can grant that this person receives some kind of grace from him. Amen. 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 So there are different, that's what we're talking about, increasing in grace. So this one is full, but this person can still increase, can still top up in grace, true or false. This person can come to this, this level. This one can come to this level or this level. And or this person can decide to also stay at this level. Now, when you stay at this level, you will live your Christian life with so much of your strength and so much of your effort. You labor and still see nothing. See certain kind of results, some kind of little productivity in your spiritual life because you are still at this level. Some levels too, this one too, some levels. This one, some levels. So, God has made it such a way that that's why we are sharing, we are not sharing the, the why we should increase in grace or the points we just mentioned here for sharing sake. We are sharing it so that you can take advantage to grow in grace. Else you will be at one level where you do not experience any kind of productivity or you experience less kind of productivity. But you can also experience, like we talked about, talk about the giving, all sufficiency in your Christian life, through grace, through all grace, through ever-increasing grace. So, ever-increasing grace means that you never stop increasing in grace. I didn't hear glory to that. It's a perpetual growth in grace. We can grow in grace and we must grow in grace. So if you are at this level, you look at your life, it is not Satan that is powerful. Thank you very much. Perhaps you can sit down. So at a particular level, you look at your life, and you don't see any, any supernatural accomplishment anywhere. Some of you right now, as I'm speaking, if you, whether you are here or online, you should now begin to look, assess things. The last time you experienced some kind of Supernatural productivity. When was the last time in your own life as a Christian? It should let you know if you are increasing in grace or you are not increasing in grace. If you are increasing in grace, then you would experience more productivity. If you are not increasing in grace, also you experience less productivity, less accomplishments in your spiritual life, in your Christian work. 
in your work of faith. If you are there, shout glory to that. Who caught what I just said briefly there? So you can get to that point where you are connected like a, a, a tap connected to a water hose or water hose connected to a tap. And there is always that outpouring. It's only in Ghana that every day water is off and on and all that. But in reality, if there's just that outpouring, there's always a flow. A flow. A flow. A flow. A flow. Until you are so soaked in grace that we can't distinguish you from God's ability. You are so soaked. That is, the grace has so much increased that we can't distinguish you and God's ability when we put you there. Because it's just, it's just pouring out of you. If you heard what I said, shout hallelujah to that. You hear what I just said there. So it's important that we give ourselves to what we should give ourselves to for grace to increase. There are Christians who just live their lives. Can we take our seats? Just thinking about who will help me. Who will help me? Who will help me? When we talk about the camp, some people are just thinking who will help me. But you should think about, your, you, should, you should live your Christian life thinking about who you will help, rather. And it should pain you that you can't help anyone with that level you are in. You should do what? You should do what? You should be, you should be angry at yourself, disgusted. That I can't pay for five people in a camp. I can't pay for two people in a camp. I'm waiting to be paid for. If you are celebrating being paid for, you'll be broke to Jesus' camps. Did you hear what I'm talking about? If you are celebrating that level where people are the ones helping you, helping you, helping you, that means for me, I have to be helped. In fact, you are even projecting yourself as somebody who needs help. Wake up. Do what? Wake up. And let me advise some of you, refuse to keep company with poor people. Refuse to keep company with poor people. So why do I say that? Refuse to keep company with poor people. It's very important. A company of poor people will make you think poor and become poor. It's true. Scriptures tell us to keep good company. Keep what? Good company. Not any company. So when you see people who just want you to want to always be in a state of help me, help me, I don't have, I don't have. You can dash the person something, but don't keep company with such person. Unless the person is willing to wake up. You want to wake up from there. And it will show in your aggression towards the things we share. You want to wake up out of all those uh, deep poverty, as uh, Corinthians puts puts it. It will show in your aggression. Just from the day of John the Baptist to now, the kingdom suffered violence. And the violent one one does what? Takes things by force. Violence means aggression. You are taking a no. How can I end this year the same way I started the year? 
I'm taking a no. You do you get what I'm talking about? You can also just enjoy yourself sitting down, waiting that next Easter too, where Alfred will be the one to do delivery for you. Of uh, what do you call it? You can. But you see, what's important? Why am I sharing this thing with you? Because some of you have not seen that the trees are shaking. See, you are only under the tree, but you don't see that it's shaking. You are not seeing anything that is shaking. You are just enjoying the church. Enjoying church. But when you reach the point where you see that the trees are shaking, you take things more serious and more personal. You hear what I say, say shout glory. Because sometimes when I'm there, I wonder. You are working in an organization and you are taking 1,000 Ghana, 1,500 Ghana. Where lies your hope? Where is the hope? The, the, the world can be your hope. So what are you looking at again for a change? Where, where are you looking at? You are looking at your boss or you are looking that one day, one day you will be promoted. Where are you looking for? You're looking at for a change. Or if there is nothing in your pocket, you have 20 CDs every day, you have to call people and say, sir, sir, and they will send you some mobile of 20 CDs. Then the two days time you send again, sir, sir, then 50 CDs, and you are a Christian. Where lies your hope? Because if your hope is in the Lord, then you will not take the word of God for granted. If your hope too is, you don't have any hope as a Christian, you look around and you, you feel hopeless. It's a display of your ignorance. It's not a display of uh, naturality. Or it's natural to be hopeless. It's not natural to be hopeless. It's an error to be hopeless as a Christian. Are you following what I'm teaching you today? What are the scriptures? It says, curse is the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. It says, blessed is the man whose hope is in the Lord. If your hope is in the Lord... Your hope cannot be in the Lord who is in the skies. You see, you, you, can't, you can't have an ambiguous hope where you say, my hope is in the Lord. Oh, my hope is in the Lord. You know, Christians, Christians do things out of some kind of ambiguity. My hope is in the Lord. Is that not true? If your hope is in the Lord, it means that your hope is in His word. Your hope can only be in me based on what I have told you. You can't say your hope is in a man who has not said anything to you. You can only hope in, a, in that man when the man has told you that I'm the one to process your visa to U.S. Is that not true? Or is that right? So, because he said that to you, your hope is in him. The same way, you can't say your hope is in the Lord ambiguously. Your hope is in the Lord because your hope is in His Word. If your hope is in His Word, then you cannot treat His Word lightly in your life. This is even a teaching. This is not a teaching. It says there is hope of a tree. Why? It says, blessed is the man whose hope is in the Lord shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Whenever I see certain things in the scriptures, it says it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. 
which bringeth forth fruit in its season. It says, even in the time where there is farming, he shall not be careful. In other words, when there is a time of hardship, such a person whose hope is in the Lord shall not be careful. His leave shall be green always. His leave shall be green. That is the manifestation of glory. His leave shall be green always. Shout a glory to that. Glory. See, there is hope of a tree that if it be cut down, it will sprout again. At the scent of water. At the scent of what? The scent of water. So if you are, say I'm hopeful, that hopeful must not be an English speaking hopeful. Oh, I'm hopeful. God will do it. I'm hopeful. One day God will do it. I'm hopeful. That hope may never be realized. In the New Testament, the scriptures teaches us that hope does not make us ashamed. Why? Because the love of God, Romans chapter 5 says, and hope maketh us not ashamed. Because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So as long as the Holy Ghost is in you, in the love of God, or as long as the love of God is in your spirit, through the Holy Spirit, says your hope cannot be put to shame. That means you cannot reach that point where you don't see the realization of that hope. Who heard what I said? If you heard something, shout glory there. Is that not powerful? So don't make your hope an ambiguous hope. I said it, hope is an assured expectation. An expectation that is absolutely dependent on the word. I'm going to work in all sufficiency. I love what the highly esteemed man of God, Pastor Chris, says. This, you can set a time for your change. I realize it's true. You can set a time for your own change as a Christian. You can also sit and wait for change to happen one day. I never want to sit and hope for change. I, I, can't, I can't sit, on, sit down and be hoping for change and say, oh, one day change will happen. One day change will happen. One day change will happen. And I have, I have nothing that all the words I'm seeing is really anchored on. I'm just, I don't know whether you catch the picture I'm trying to share with you. Why you are just saying oh, one day something will happen. And you, you can't really point on reasons why you say so. So from the scriptures and you are just, they say, oh, I'm just hopeful. You see, we are just hopeful. Oh. Did you hear what I said? You can set a time for your change. You can set a time where you walk out of poverty. You can set a time where you walk out of some levels of riches. You can set that time. In the next three years of my life, the next two years of my life, I set a time from 20, when I was 27 years. I started moving with God when I was 22 years. 22. By the age of 22, I was not with my parents. Two of us. 22, 21, 22, I left. I was so... I'm trying to tell you, I was so full of God's word. I believe the word. See, I believe the word to the point where I say, no, I don't, I, I don't. Let's go and test the word outside the house. Which when you are with your parents, you can eat, have food to eat. Two or false. So you may not be challenged. Now imagine when, how many of you are 22 years. Imagine 22 years, young boy. That's why I said, the things we share, we don't share them out of, uh, we read the Bible. We have read the scriptures. We have put it to where? 
work. The, 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 the songwriter said, it's true, oh yes, it's true. God's wonderful promise is true. I've tested and trusted and tried it. And I know his promise. So we've tried the word of God. We've tried it. And it works. So it works. We have not shown Christians to try God's word. We've not shown Christians. At 27, I set a time from 27 to this. I spoke it from 27 to 28. By the time I'm 30, I'm doing this. By the time I'm 30, this, I'm doing this. You set a time. Why? The word can't fail. The word can't fail. The heavens and the earth will fail. The knowledge of the world will fail. The world doesn't have a solution to our problems. Today I said it in, in the house before I came. I said the world doesn't have the solution to any problem. If you are sick, we say go to the hospital, go to the hospital. Is that not true? Is that true or false? So we say go to the hospital, go and do a checkup. Then we will take you and we do a checkup. When a doctor checks up or checks you and discovers a tumor and it's a cancerous tumor and there's nothing we can do about it, what will the doctor say? There's nothing we can do. Now what will you do? At a level where it's not a tumor, they can give you uh, what? Uh, medications and it will go. But as you are living on the medications and you are happy, you are saying, oh, the men of God, they are saying it's all uh, trash. You are happy. What if there is a condition that goes beyond the medication? What will you do? Have you asked yourself that question before? It has nothing to do with your various checkups. It has nothing to do with your checkups or even your diet. I wonder why you know eat certain foods. But it's just part of uh, medical science. True or false? But it's part. But what do you do? So we Christians must go beyond this set, this levels. Because the world doesn't have... It, it looks like... Yes, I was speaking to some people. Like, it looks like the whole church is fully dependent on the system of the world. So whereas the system of the world is not able to help or assist, we don't know what to do again. Where is the God factor in your life? Ask yourself, where is the God factor? Where are you advancing to spiritually? Am I talking to somebody here? Why am I saying all of these things for about 20 minutes now? Because I realize Christians don't want to learn. And I'll talk about learning until the, the, the day the rapture takes place. I will still be holding the microphone and talking about learning. The word of God as a Christian. That's why we declare this month to be the month of nobility. And we say those men were called noble men. And they studied the word of God. They looked into what their men of God was sharing with them to find out whether what they were sharing was true. Because until you learn the word of God, you can't grow in grace. It's through the word of God we know what to do to grow in grace. Until you grow in grace... Your life, your Christian life is non-productive. The scriptures call that being barren in every good work. Or unfruitful in every good work. So it's so necessary that we become active Christians. It's so, it's so important. 
who is hearing what I'm sharing small. We become so active as Christians. We become so participative. We move beyond religious Christianity. See, of going to church just for church or coming to church just for church. So when you are there and you, some, some wind blows around your leg, you say, this Sunday I won't come. Then you are there again and another wind blows around your neck. You say, this Sunday I'll be there. Then it means you don't know practically what you are doing as a Christian. Don't know. That's why I'm asking you where your hope is. Where does your hope lies? Is your hope in God to change you from that kiosk or that single room or that place to a bigger position? Is your hope in that God? The God whose church you don't attend? Or the God whose word you don't give heed to? Is it the God you are talking about? Because if it is Him, you see, people who have hope in the ambassador of, of what? Will lie down for the ambassador to lie, work on them. Do you know the ambassador of France? Do you know? I'm asking you a question here. Who knows the ambassador of France? And your hope is in him. Or UK ambassador to whatever your hope he is going to carry. Who knows? Lift up your hands and let me see. So where is your hope then? Have you met Akufuado before? Will you ever meet him before? Will you meet? If you meet, will he change your life by meeting him? Or you even take some tax from you? You take eleven from you. So when you cast, can we can we be practical? Yes, sir. When you cast your eye and you are imagining, where do you put your hope? Where do you place your hope? In whom do you place your hope? In God. Can I ask this question so that I don't even teach again because it's so important and we break into our classes. Can I ask that question? I want to ask everybody, where is your hope now, right now? Give your microphone to everybody. I want to hear everybody's voice. Because if your hope is in God, then the way you are living this, your God life is strange. So who is starting from Sister Frida? Where lies your hope? Is that a question to be asked? Oh, because Christians are living as if their hope is in some, some, something that can never happen. It's like they are, they are imagining, I don't know what, what your hope is in. Dog, is your hope in the Lord? Even if they come and arrest you and hold your shores that you are owing, wouldn't you still believe that God will settle this thing? How can you believe that? You see, Christianity is not, you are just imagine, okay, I believe, I believe. That's the kind of Christianity I want to destroy before I leave this world, earth realm. I want to do what? I want to throw an atomic bomb or a spiritual atomic bomb to destroy it quickly. That kind of Christianity where, the day when I was coming, I was thinking, I was like, why, why are Christians so religious like this? Religion. Nothing Christ. Nothing godly. No demonstration of the love of Christ. No demonstration of the love of God in the church. In the church. Nice dresses. Nice sermons. But no practical demonstration of our love for God. For Christ. Because if my hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ, I live for him. 
I can't take his words, what do you call it? Lightly. I can't take his words lightly. I can't take his word lightly. And I hope that one day I'll just be transformed. One day I'll turn into it. I'll be lying down there. By the time I wake up, I've turned to a millionaire. Is that possible? Is that practical and possible? <laughs> or he will just move me from 1,000 Ghana salary and give me a big opportunity somewhere. How many of you dream like that? You want to see a big opportunity. Or you, when you are just there, you are just thinking that you get an opportunity. A big opportunity than where you are. If you are there, just lift up your hands and let me see. I want to see a big opportunity. You want to be where you are? You know why you're not lifting up your hands? Because you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You don't know what I'll say next. <laughs> it's good when you can't predict your man of God and what he'll say. <laughs> Shout glory. But you want to increase in levels, change in levels. You want to go beyond where you are now. What you are experiencing now. How do you think it will happen? By doing your masters and all that. Doing masters. No, is it by doing your masters? Or doing a PhD? The word of God works, my brother. I say it works, it works, it works. The word works for those whose trust is in the word. If your trust is in the word of God, your trust is in God. I can preach a sermon and say that, trust the Lord, trust the Lord. You all clap your hands and kick your legs. What do I mean by it? Have faith in God, have faith in God. What do I mean by it? Have hope in God. What do I mean by that? You can't have hope in God if you don't have hope in His Word. And you can't say you have hope in His Word when you never learn that Word. You don't even know what He's talking about. You don't remember the last time you heard a, a, a sermon from Pastor Prince. Or you even opened John chapter 1 to read what actually is there. Can we divide ourselves and go from church to church and ask those questions? You'll be shocked what you'll find out this morning. Now Christians who can sing all the worldly songs that come. Once the song comes, even the songwriter himself doesn't know the lyrics more than the Christian who knows the lyrics. Oh, I'm telling you the truth, sir. Is that not true? Yes. Right. But ask them a scripture what they had Sunday. They'll carry their notebook. Do you, do you open notebook to find out lyrics of those worldly songs? I've said it before. I say you have to come to that point as a Christian where you know so much of what you are teaching like you know your name. I said what? So by the time an angel of the Lord strikes you in the night, gives you one strike like this, what is coming out is the word of God. If you are there, shout glory to that. Your spirit man must be strong. Your spirit man must be trained, must be strong. When your spirit is strong, you dominate the things that dominates men. When your spirit is strong. Through the word of God. Shout glory. Look at what I just said there. 
So where is your hope? Give the microphone and let me see right now. I've not stopped. Is that where is your hope? It's in the Lord. Okay. Where is your hope, Sister Jem? <laughs> Come and shout powerful. <laughs> Next time when I'm asking that question, I'll explain it. I'll just give you what, so how do you know your hope is in the Lord? How do you know? You'll be sure what will happen in this church today. So how do I, how do you know my hope is in the Lord? Oh, I just know, sir. I know. In my heart, I believe. Oh, that is not, that is not practicality. So it says, without doubt, the lesser person is blessed by the greater. Without doubt. Say it after me. So even in the mind of God, there are people who are greater. And there are people who are lesser. That greatness is not dependent on your identity in Christ. We are all great in Christ. Because we are born of God. But this greatness is, is dependent on grace. The level of grace and glory. So there are people who the Spirit of God sees as greater and have what it takes to impart the lesser. So the greater one in Christ can lift the lesser one in Christ by the impartation of grace. The greater one in Christ. I didn't say we are all great in Christ, Jesus. Have I said that before? What scripture did I use to say that? That a Christian is greater than Elijah. What scripture did I say that? What did I say? What scripture? <laughs> did I mean a practical? Uh, yeah. Don't worry. If you don't answer, we will close at 3, 3 p.m., 3 in the afternoon here. We will be dancing here, dancing around the throne of glory. Shasing Hosanna. So I was thinking, send your power, the Holy Ghost power. Send your power again, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that is a religious song. Okay, so what are we looking at? Yes, yes, Doc. If he answers it right, you say it to him before you. Everybody will say it. Yeah, okay. Don't you think sometimes you must make people pay money before they leave if they don't answer questions? Holy say, oh man, if that happens, you won't come to church. Don't worry. You just stay in the house. You hear a boom. By the time you open your windows to see his pastor prince in the stadium. I'm never scared that who is there I'm not coming because no, 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 no. My man is made in I'm made in Christ already. I'm not teaching a, a preaching sermon. I'm working a practical sermon. Is it true or false? So tell us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can you give him the microphone? Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir, for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you talk about the something. Christian... Let me tell you something. When, when years back, when I was wild with the word and all that, most people thought I was joking. So, this guy is just joking. Just, when we go for meetings, youth meetings, and I begin to talk, everybody will be looking at me because I had said they are not studied anything. So all the things I'm saying, they are like, they say, open the scripture, open, open the scripture, open the scripture. Some of them feel, oh, it is good, oh, it's powerful, but you see, I'm going to do my master's. When I finish my master's, to all these people, they want to do. Is that not strange? I'm here to see any of those youth people at that time who has become so great. 
I'm here to see. They are all working in organizations. Me, I'm very great. Look at me. Am I not great? Ah. You don't see greatness. Because <laughs> you are not working by faith. Don't ask Abraham when he called himself Abraham. Two or false. You wake up and you say, I'm so great. The whole nations can will hear my voice. No nation, in fact, they say that uh, maybe Jesus is coming and something is about to happen. No nation can die down without hearing my voice. The Holy Ghost will sustain that and say, wait, that young boy is coming. Two of us. I say, I say, if Jesus stands in the air, you still will have to wait for me that day. We are still, we are still not done. Have we started? We've not started. Dog, have we started? So I just said something to you there. Sometimes when you are wild on what the word of God is saying, people may not understand. But keep at it. Keep at it. See, when you start from uh, level level one, or what did we say, seven years or ten years, we all started from KG. In fact, A, B, C, D. We didn't even, couldn't identify A, B, C, D. Until some ended at the university and left from university stage, no schooling again. Some two and went to Harvard, and they are there. And some two continued. Some are still even doing PhDs and masters, and they are there. I don't know it all. What is important in life is not your PhD. I'm telling you, some of you are young. All of you are young here. Decide to be successful, and make an impact. Don't don't just want to do PhD to show your friends I've done PhD, I've done my masters. It is good if it will make you success. It will turn you into a success. I've realized that with all your PhD, when a successful person appears on the stage, he's so much celebrated than all the papers you carry with you. Is that not true? Greatness in all ramifications. People who are great or who are successful. When they are successful. That's what God talks about, good success. Decide to be successful. Stop playing around with life. And just hanging around hoping... Your hope is in the air. Some wind enters your ear, then you have hope. No, 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 no. Be successful. See, how do I become successful? If you don't have any way, I'm showing you the way. Go to the word. You'll be successful. Your business will flourish. Your life will flourish. Like a palm tree. You may start little, but you still become great. Be great. Be great for God. Be big for God. Don't give up no matter what, how, how, how where you see yourself. Be great for Him. Be, I said be what? Be, great be successful. Don't walk around about, I'm coming to get, you see some young, young girls, I'm coming to get married. I want to get married. Some kind of weird thinking. Oh, my friend got married at 22. So what? My, my friend get married. I'm even 25 now. You don't know. Everybody's asking me, when will I get married? Master, be successful. And put all those things aside. It's not important to be successful. Is that not strange? Doc, answer the question and let's go. Am I sharing with you something? I'm just pouring some. It's not that I don't have a baby. I say I'm teaching. I can teach you till tomorrow. I've realized that some of you must become more serious about your life, about God. Most of you should you take everything God serious. 
Because apart from him, I don't know who you are looking up to. Maybe you are looking up to Joe Biden. One day he will call you on the phone. Because I'm wondering, who are you looking up to then? That's, that's my question. And you are just saying, I'm looking up to God. I'm looking up to God. What does that mean? Or uh, Bahomir's economy that he promised Ghanaians. You can't trust a man. You can't do what? Me, I'm not a politician. I don't care about politics. But you don't trust a man. The Bible says, curse is the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. Look, answer. Am I talking to some of you as I'm talking to my children? I'm speaking to you as a father. Because you say it's Pastor Prince. I'm all of you your father. I'm all of you here your father. Do you know that? When a father sees that his children are not pushing to be successful, he must call them and use a cane. Very soon I'll bring a cane here. (laughs) Dog, what do you think? It's not important. Be successful. Look, as I tell the person, be successful. Be successful the godly way. Don't, don't, Don't enter into... Those boys, fraud, fraud, and all that. Be successful the godly way. Successful the godly way. The word of God works. If you have faith in it, it will work for you. It doesn't mean you never see any challenge, but it works. Give yourself to the word. Throw yourself to the word. So now you ask people, are you studying the word? They say, no, I'm going to school. How many of you didn't go to school here? If you didn't go to school, let me see. Who, how many of you didn't go to school? To the university? Some of you have even entered university level. Hey, is that not true? There is nothing you've not read on the blackboard and the whiteboard. Be successful. Not somebody say be successful. Papa says be successful. Don't sit in the house and be sleeping. It's Sunday, then you are sleeping in the house. It's Wednesday, you are sleeping in the house. The whole month of, what, April, right? The whole month of May, we should ask you, so what have you learned about God in his word? You have nothing to say. What have you learned the whole month? We are talking about 30 days with hours involved. What have you learned so far? You say, I've learned nothing, sir. You've learned nothing, yes. But you believe God will transform your life, yes, sir. Then the man on the street can also believe God to transform his life. Because everybody can believe God for that. If it's just like that. <laughs> if you heard what I said, just shout glory to that. Doc, answer my question. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So you, you usually would tell us that uh, mm-hmm. the Christian is greater than Elijah. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you said that um, from the verse Luke 7, verse 28, mm-hmm. it says that among all, all, all men, those that are born, born of women, women mm-hmm. there's, no one, there's no one greater than John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Yet the least in the kingdom is greater than he. Mm-hmm. And then you said that the reason why John the Baptist was identified with this thing was because he introduced the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And also... You also misunderstand that in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. 
most of the prophets and the men of faith who did greater things, they had the Spirit of God. They comes upon them and goes. Mm-hmm. But in this generation, the New Testament, the new creation, we have that same Spirit living in us. Mm-hmm. It means that by virtue of that, you can do greater than them that had the Spirit with them, mm-hmm. despite the exploits they were doing. Amen. Is that not a preaching on this one? If I should ask somebody here what Dr. John just explained, give the microphone to somebody here. Even right now that he's explained, it will become another wahala. But God, you want to become a wahala. And why am I saying all of these things? Because it's important. Success doesn't happen by chance. And most of you here are 30 years and above. Some are 27 and upward. A few are 20s. By this time, you should know that from going from 25 to 30, success has not chanced on you. By this time, you should know. And not be, be assuming a chance for success. By this time. By this time, you should be knowing. You should be thinking like that. Not assuming a chance for some because it won't happen by chance. I'm showing you the means through which you can enter a realm where you can sleep when the whole Ghana is in chaos. When your influence is great, you can sleep when the whole system is in chaos. When your influence is little, when there is chaos, you run with the chaos in the system. God is counting on all of you. The Holy Ghost is counting on all of you sitting down here. With all the words you've heard me share, God is counting on all of you. What impact can you make before you are 70 years? An impact that is traceable to the works of Christ. Where your hospital has become big, or your rights has become big, or your business has become big, or your vision has been so has been so realized that we can trace it to the act, the act of God in your life. Nobody is born to just sit down and success to just fall on them. No. So take up responsibility. Take up responsibility. This is the time. There's going to be a time you won't have the opportunity to take up any responsibility. This is the time. When you are youthful and you are exuberant and you have strength. And thanks be to God that you can even read. There are some who can read. They have to be read to. We read the Bible to you and you keep some in your head. But you can read. We have access to this generation. We have access to every kind of translation in the, in the, in the Bible, of the Bible, in our, on our phones. Every kind of it. Don't we have access to them? You are so knowledgeable here to be able to check what even the Greek word says. There were generations past, past and gone that they had to, we have to read the Bible to them. The priest will read the Bible, John chapter 1, verse something, something. 
Then they will catch that in their head and go home. And go and think about it more, more. The next time they come and hear another one, another verse. But we have access to all. And we have to take advantage of our access to God's word. And do something great for him. Am I speaking to people who are hearing me? Do something great for the Lord. Don't let a situation you find I've been married for so so I don't have a child. That one must not shake you. What must be shaking you is being busy doing something for the Lord. Just loving to do something for the Lord. There are people who give birth more than you are looking for. And all the children died. Are they still not? Are they not living? Are they not living? So if you have something to dream on, dream on God's word. And now to do something bigger for the Lord. Johnson, do you hear what I said? Dream on that. How do I do something big for the Lord? Are you writing something down? <laughs> it looks like I'm, I'm, I should preach on grace. Eh? I'm telling you something. Keep it. Because I've been doing ministry for some time now. And I've realized how people easily go off because of a, something very small. The, it looks like Something small happens in their life and their, their spiritual life is deactivated by that something small. They're no longer active again. They're no longer serious again. So I don't have all the time again. You see those times I used to. Something small, little. Something small. You do hear what I said? There are people in this ministry... That I are part of this ministry that I can take a phone and call and say, I need 10,000 Ghana, they will give it to me. I need 20,000 Ghana, they will send it to me. There are people in this ministry. There are some people too in this ministry that even 50 CDs is a problem. It's the same grace. It depends on how serious you take the grace. I said it depends on what? How serious you take advantage of the grace that is here working. Take advantage. And not just sit down and say, oh, those so-and-so person there is, is because of this. Such and such person there. Such, some of us there, it's not because, it's because. And give yourself excuse. And be giving, you, giving yourself reasons. I don't know whether those reasons, you had dreams about the reasons you give or something. It's so necessary. Wake up. Knock somebody, say, wake up, wake up. Papa is telling you to wake up. Say, wake up, wake up. Some of you are sleeping. As long as you are holding God's word, no matter who believes and does not believe in you, all those, let me tell you, my church has not become big. Has it become big? All those who never believed in me, none of them is successful than me. Nobody can say I've come to him for money. Nobody. I don't believe that. I believe that once you are walking with the Spirit of God and you love him so much, he can turn a stone to bread just for you can turn a seemingly hopeless situation. There is nothing hopeless with the Holy Ghost. If, it's, if there is hopeless situation, he won't talk about the rapture. Because the most hopeless situation is the rapture. How can somebody who is dead over a thousand years come back to life? Yet the Spirit is hopeful that it will happen. Two of all, if he can cause that rapture for all those whose bones and their whatever whale swallowed them somewhere when they were doing stowaway, all of them, the Holy Ghost will bring them out of that place. 
and bring their bodies out back. That's the Holy Ghost saying that that's what I will do. When, when we talk about the rapture, that's what the Holy Ghost is telling us. I am going to bring all of those who were swallowed by hell back. And all those who died by fire. And we couldn't even trace their body because it was a plane crash or a pilot crash or what they call it, helicopter crash or whatever it is. That we couldn't even, they, they burned to ashes. Have you heard that before? That somebody burned to ashes. Those ashes will come back to human form. That is the work of the Holy Ghost in the rapture. So there is no hopeless, if such a person, can you say there is a hopeless situation? Because my certificate is not. I say, and I say it. There is, I, I, don't, I don't remember whoever said, uh, uh, Prince is playing, Prince is playing, and now the person has become so big, I don't know what to do. No, 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 no. That is what people will say when you are wild with the word. You sit on the word. In fact, you wake up in the morning with your boxer shorts sitting on the word. That's what some of us did. Some of us meditated in, 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 in washrooms. We were sitting on toilet seats. That was our only seat we had. And we meditated. We did what? Have, no, have you reached that stage? Well, you don't even have a chair. You have to sit on the washroom to meditate. You've not reached that stage. With your Bible, it's in front of you and you're just there. That is what we did. And we are still doing but we have not become a laughing stock. Have I become a, do I look like a laughing stock? I can't look like it. I can't. Those times are over. If we crossed that line many years ago, we did what? Yeah. Once I walk and I'm talking, I know God is hearing. I walk and talk with God. I built it over time. It's a relationship. Father, so what are you explaining to me now? Dr. John's clinic, what are we talking about now? How many years will it take? We have to explode quickly. What about Pastor Robert's marriage too? <laughs> Is that not strange? We talk, we, we walk and talk. Say we walk and talk. Somebody who walks and talks with God, can he be scared at something? Be afraid that who becomes as this one. Is that, is that for just a pastor? It's for the Christian. The Christian. When was the last time you spoke to God? Can we pass a microphone to somebody who wants to answer? The last time you spoke the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God spoke back to you and said, My daughter, don't 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 be you don't even remember. In fact, it's not it has not been part of your when you are talking agenda on your list and you are looking at the people you are talking to within a day. The first person you are talking to is on Instagram. You are looking at Instagram. The next one is your cousin. The next one. Many people tell when we call you, Papa, you don't pick. People call me, I never pick up. I don't pick calls like that, like that. I don't even know whether people have my numbers to call. My concentration is on God. When you see me picking up your call, maybe it's grace. I've taught you enough to be picking calls and answering things. So if you are giving yourself to... to I was saying it yesterday, I said, I was here... I was, I was here we were, we were a few of us here doing the the the, the Valentine Valentine's Day or something. Were you here, brother? Yes. What are we talking about? We're talking about marriage. There are a lot of you young ones who are not married. You are at home sleeping. We're talking about marriage. You can ask questions. You have the opportunity to know this guy who has come into my life. Is this the right person for me? Well, we are having issues in our relationship. Will this thing work? 
who are here sharing knowledge. You are at home asleep. The next year you come, 2023, Papa, it's time to get married. I got a young man somewhere. Won't you bless you and give you, uh, what do you call it? Then you go. So, why am I sharing this? I'm pouring out what is in my heart. We are not taking advantage of knowledge. We are not. We are just hoping things will get better. See, we are like, is it MPP or NDC? You said better, what something, something. So, we are hoping things will get better. But that's hoping that things will get better. Is he hoping on your father's bank account? Is he hoping on your boss's bank account? Is he hoping on God? That's what I'm asking. But alas, don't I have to ask, what are you hoping on? So I'm hoping on God. Then take him serious in your life. Make him serious in your life. Make God serious. So that your prayer points will reduce to minus one. Your crimes will reduce to minus one. Anytime you see me cry because of compassion for people who are suffering, why a Christian should suffer? Why somebody should be struggling to just get this? It's mine. It, it burdens me. That's my burden in life. You ask me, Papa, what is burdening you? What is burdening me is people's issues. <laughs> What are you burdened with? <laughs> Shout hallelujah, sir. Say hallelujah, sir. Who has said something this morning? So, let's move Christianity from church. I came to church to hear a good sermon from Papa and go back home and sleep and come the next Sunday and hear good... In fact, Papa can teach. Hi, Papa can teach. Oh, and go back home. Let us move... Let us move our spiritual and our Christian life from there. To that point where practically we are working with the word of God. We must not encourage you. You are encouraged. You must not say, oh, God will do it. God will do it. Oh, now people who come to church discouraged, waiting to, for a man of God to say, oh, don't worry. Sister, God will do it. You don't need that from me. You don't need that from somebody like me who has been teaching you every time. On faith, on hope, on grace, everything. You encourage yourself in the word of God. This word cannot fail. This word cannot fall to the ground. Can the word of God fail? And you keep on. In a short time, you will see mighty things in your life. See mighty things in your life. Can we close now? Shout glory. Have I spoken enough? I should keep sharing certain things. <laughs> Shout glory. So it's powerful, it's important. You can take what I'm sharing very seriously. You can also relax and treat it as one of those things men of God say. I've said it. In the future, some of us, we are in our future now. We are living our future today. That means that we have, we, are, we, have, we have aligned ourselves with God. We'll call it the things which we not as though they were. We are already in, the, in, in, 20, in 2030 or 2025. We are working out 2025 into 2022. Some of you two are now working from 2022 into 2025. 
That's the difference between the Christian and the unbeliever. The unbeliever is working from 2022 to 2025. The Christian who knows what we are talking about is working from 2025 to 2022. He's trying to transport what should happen in 2022 through his knowledge. He's transporting it in 2024, in 2023. Did you hear what I said? Some of you use one day to do what people use one year to do. Have you seen some before? People are using one year to achieve things. Use one day. It's by grace. It's by what? He says it's not by mind. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. I've given you a clue. If the spirit can bring back somebody who is dead, the spirit will bring, bring, bring back Einstein. How many years ago? And bring back Adolf Hitler. And bring back Gaddafi. All the bones will take on flesh again. You didn't hear what I said there. But it's nothing too hard for the Lord. He says, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Have you met the God of all flesh before? <laughs> You've always had him. Don't you have the God of all flesh in you? Have you had the God of all flesh? I'm the God of all flesh. You sit on your chair. I'm the God of all flesh. I sit. You say the God of all flesh is in me. There's nothing too hard for Him. Shout glory. And without doubt, the lesser person is blessed by the greater. So He's talking about greatness based on grace. The one with the higher grace can bless the one. With a lesser grace. And cause him to produce the results that he, the one with the greater grace, is producing. If you hear that shout, glory to it. Take us to Ephesians. Now, one of the things that is very important is that in a church like this, every Christian must belong to a local assembly. Every Christian belonging to a local assembly in the sight, in the plans, in the purposes of God is belonging to a family. No Christian moves from church to church. That is what the new generation is destroying with online. No Christian moves from church to church. Every Christian should belong to a local assembly. In fact, when you get born again, your first desire is to grow. Write it down. Your second desire is to serve. When you get born again, your first desire should be to grow in Christ, in the knowledge of Christ. And secondly, to serve in the house of God. Is that not powerful? It says, if they are, they, are, they are willing and obey me. If you be willing and obey me, or obedient, you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. 
You shall spend your days in prayer. See, that's why I share with you. When I share with you the word of God like this, it's, it's not fun. Is it not fun? It's fun. But <laughs> just enjoy. When I see such a scripture, God has spoken to me. It says, if you, shall, if you are willing and obedient, you will spend your days in prosperity. You spend your what? Your days with, in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Your years in pleasure. Serve. Service. So you grow as newborn babes or babies desire the sincere milk of the word. You grow. You serve. And these two things are done in a local church. You grow through a local church. You serve in a local assembly. Where you have an overseer, a shepherd, a pastor. A pastor appointed over your life. Or a prophet appointed over your life. Or an apostle appointed over your life. Or a teacher appointed over your life as a Christian. That is God's structure. That's the structure of the spirit. So every Christian should have a minister that is overseeing him in a local church. A local assembly within the body of Christ. You know what I just said? What is the purpose? To grow. Secondly, to serve. So every Christian in a local assembly should be known by the pastor to serve. And should be known by the pastor and even leaders appointed by the pastor that they are growing. So that the person's growth is being measured spiritually. The person's service is being measured. We measure your service in the house of God. We measure your growth in the house of God. We measure your activeness in the house of God. That is how God has designed it. And what happens is that the minister of the gospel that is set over the Christian is granted a grace that is different from the kind of grace that all the saints or the flock under him have. So every minister of the gospel, genuine minister of the gospel, is granted a grace, a particular kind of grace. It's called a ministerial grace. Or a grace gift. Where he ministers to the saints with this kind of grace. Grace that he has. If you are in church, shout glory to that. Glory. You hear what I said? So every believer must belong to a local church and be consistent in the things, be active and consistent in the things happening in the church. So that there is no such thing as, I don't even know what we are doing this Sunday. Or I don't even know what, oh, this is an avalanche. I don't need a prophecy. I won't go. Oh, this is a camp. Oh, camp, camp. Oh, 
Next Sunday, when they come back, I'll come. But because today's Christianity is such that people move from church to church, we don't know what church some people live in. As I speak to some people are in some churches. We don't know which church they belong to. We don't know who is their pastor. Remember years ago, somebody called me and said, Man of God, I love you so much. I want you to come and do my wedding for me. For me. You, the way you can preach, I, I want you to come and do my wedding, my wedding for me. The wedding is on there, so and so and so. I knew the person. I showed up when they were ending the wedding. And thankfully showed up at that time. When I showed up by this time, it's shaking of hands and uh, I, that's when I showed up to shake hands to know that I was there. I went back home. Why? Because if I do that, anyone that has a right to question my pastoral call. I know there are people who just jump to say, say, I went to see a pastor. The pastor said he would do my wedding for me. And all that. And the pastor said, you do. all those pastors must be taken to Bible school. And most of them went to Bible school too. Those of us who don't even want to go to Bible school, and we will never go. There's nothing in the Bible school you want to learn so far. Is that not true? You've already gone through schools. You see, what makes a man of God a man of God is not his ability to uh, talk plenty. It's his walk with the Spirit. I can, take you my, I can tell you my walk with the Spirit practically from one step to another. And you will be shocked at some of it. And I can share with you some of the things that will, your, your legs will be shaking here, whether it's true or false. You say, Papa, is this the, all these things you're sharing to? It's a walk. It's a spiritual walk. Sometimes we keep quiet at it. Sometimes we can boast like Paul. Now God, the Holy Ghost won't say you are boasting like Paul. Doesn't make us proud too. What do you guys think? At the back there, what do you guys think? Agreeing. So it's a walk. And every Christian must have why. This is why. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Uh But to each one of us, grace. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his trade and gave gifts to men. Uh Uh-huh. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? Uh He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. Uh It was he who gave some to be apostles. So this is a grace, this is a, a grace given by Jesus. The ministerial offices are appointed by Jesus himself. Then the Spirit grants grace and giftings for that appointment to be fulfilled. So it says, when Jesus went high, he gave gifts unto men. So ministers of the gospel are gifts given to men. They are called, they are grace gifts. That means they have certain kind of grace that enables them to minister based on what they have been called to minister to the saints. They have a grace. We call that a ministerial grace. Or a ministry. We call it the ministry. Some of you say the ministry of the prophet. Or the ministry of the teacher. Or the ministry of the evangelist. Or the office where the person sits and occupies. And flows from. Then it was he who gave some to be apostles. He gave some to be apostles. 
He gave some to be prophets. He gave some to be evangelists. He gave some to be pastors. He gave some to be teachers. Verse 12. Is this for what? To prepare God's people to do what? To prepare God's people for works of service. So the foundational reason, the basic reason why ministers are giving is not to organize prayer meetings online so that you can get a testimony. Because we have not trained Christians like that. I have been in church for five years. I have not been getting a testimony. I am going to another church. We have trained Christians to think we are in church for testimony's sake. In fact, we are training you to perform testimonies. My greatest desire before I leave this earth realm is to see God's people doing God's work. There is the work of the new man in Christ. There is the work. We are his workmanship. Is that what he said? Jesus said, the works that I do, shall you do? Not shall you connect to be given to? Is that what he said? So at a particular level, we can minister to you. If we keep the church like that, we are not doing anything for Christ. We are only enjoying, people say we are thousands, everybody's thousands of people in church, all because the man of God will speak a word and we all get testimonies. Amen, amen, amen. That's a level, that's a, a, a basic level, like class three, class four, class five. Is that not true? When you move from there to SHS, there's a difference. There's no difference. Then you move from SHS to university, where you can even miss all your lectures and still come and get A. Is that not powerful? It's a level. So we are at this level where everybody is going to church for what they will get as in testimony. Not what they will get as in the word. It's not bad. Is it bad? But it is here. I wonder if you have read it. Did you read it there? So, he's giving all of these apostles and evangelists to prepare God's people for works of service. So, when we talk about serving, 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 oh, the Bible can offer incense and fear on God and God. Yem pong, about life in Bogusu Kasa. Works of service. That is my responsibility. Any other thing you get, say, Papa prayed for me, I got a testimony. But I was so down, when Papa prayed for me, all of a sudden, all the heaviness left me. In fact, I was thinking, when will God do it? When Papa pray for me? Those are good. That's just a fulfillment of what we call the good will. There is the perfect will of God. The good will, the acceptable will, and the perfect will of God. Where Christians are brought up. They are brought up to charge, to charge up into the battle. Just to prepare God for the works of, the, of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up. Do you see there? The body of Christ may be built up. Built up. So if you come to Sunday and all I want to do is just prophesy to you, prophesy to you, go home, prophesy to you, and go, Papa, pray to me, prophesy. Will I build you up? I'll make you a baby. So only a baby who cries for things from parents. Say built up. Say service. But what am I trying to drive at? I'm driving at the fact that the minister of the gospel is given a grace. 
And that minister can also advance in his grace. And that minister has what it takes to impart something into somebody's life. For the person to experience what the person would not have experienced. You didn't hear what I said. So grace also increases through impartation by a minister of the gospel. Through impartation. Right, that is very important. Is that not powerful? That's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 to 11, right? Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8. Am I sharing something with you? Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 from verse 6 to 8. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. But it says, we have different gifts. Take us back there. We have different gifts. Give us the King James. We have different what? According to the grace given us. Having then, having then gifts differing or differing according to the grace that is given to us, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, but having gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Take us to Philippians. Who is following some teachings today? Is that not powerful? Is that powerful? Philippians. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand. Philippians chapter 1, verse 7. Lift up your right hand and say, thank you, Holy Ghost. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both of both, inasmuch as both in my bonds, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. Who is speaking? The minister of the gospel. It says that you are all partakers of my grace. You are all what? Partakers of my grace. So, the church partakes in the grace of the minister. The church has the right to partake the word used for partake is to be companions with. See, or companions of. To have a share in the grace that the minister. Has been given. So Paul says you are all partakers. Participants. In my grace. Partakers of my grace. He personalizes the grace. Does he personalize the grace? It's my grace. So I'm just trying to let you know there's a ministerial grace. And that minister of the gospel can impact that ministerial grace on on a person. Or a person can walk in that grace. That the minister is walking in. The Christian can walk in that grace. 
depending, write that down, the Christian can walk in the grace that his minister, his man of God. So I've said no Christian has three men of God. Has how many men of God? Two or three say, this is my man of God. My brother has a church. He's my man of God. My father-in-law has a church. He's my man of God. My sister-in-law too has a church. She's my woman of God. They have three women of God. Nobody has three women of God. You have one. Wait, what I said there. Depending on the followership, the desire and the followership of that Christian. A Christian can walk in the grace of his, of his man of God. Say, I'm walking in Papa's grace. My business can't fall, fall to the ground. True or false? I'm walking in Papa P's grace. Papa P says we cannot die. We cannot die. You are walking in the grace. Depending on your followership. Consistent followership. Consistent what? Followership of the ministry. When we say you are following the minister, that doesn't mean you come to his house. So every day I come to Papa's house. Hey, Papa, whenever I call me, I come to you. You can come to my house and never follow me. Followership is of the heart. You can be in the church and never follow the minister of the gospel. But everything he says, you don't, you don't agree. Oh, I've been in church like people don't agree what the man of God says. You don't agree. But they won't say they'll go home. When that happens, the man of God can slap you hundred times. You remain the same. He will chase all the demons. The demons will run back. You do hear what I said? I've said it before. Don't love all this quick fix Christianity. Microwave Christianity. Don't love it. It's not enough for you. You are too big to depend on microwave Christianity. Are you in church this morning? Consistent followership. How do you follow that grace? By following the message the man of God is talking about. By following the instructions the man of God gives. There are some people in churches who are rebel. They are rebel. In the sight of the spirit, they are rebellious. But they are Christians. Do you know they are Christians who are rebellious? That's what I talked about. People who they are in the church, the minister of the gospel. Everything he says, they fight it. They argue it out. Oh, it don't work like that. Oh, the man of God doesn't know much. It's all kinds of things. They are rebellious. Such people never walk in any grace, increasing grace. They remain the same. I've said, if you stay in WCN and people testify and you alone, you don't testify, you should ask yourself. You should ask yourself. I said what? Ask yourself, say, if you are say, you say, but I was with them when they were at Airport West Hotel. That doesn't make any difference. If you were with us when we were at Airport West Hotel. Airport West, people were testifying. Some of them have broadcast out of testimony. You are still working, wearing slippers. We want your life to change. Your life never changed. You say, I was with them at Airport West Hotel. 
just telling us things that never uh, brings anything to us. There's not with us airport West. Follow worship. What message does a man of God preach? Sir, so I don't know, sir. <laughs> Is that not true? We are having 90 minutes with the Holy Ghost. You have slept. You are slept. Why? Sir, so I didn't have bundles, sir. If you, if you can't buy a bundle, sell your phone. If you can't buy a bundle, your bundle is an Android phone, sell that phone. It means that you have not reached the capacity of owning a phone like that. Yes, is that not true? Yes, if you can't buy, a, what's the name of Naneska? Tundra. If you can't buy a Tundra, why do you buy? You can't buy fuel, you say I bought a Tundra. <laughs> you pack it. Simple, so that you don't have financial burdens. You said that is wisdom. If you can't buy it, you wear slippers to church. Very nice, just polish it nicely. We won't drive you away. If you can buy a shoe, buy a shoe. But don't for, don't 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 say I can't pay for camp. Yet you buy a bundle of twenty-five CDs in a month. Is that a message? Oh, I'm, today it looks like I'm, sharing, I'm talking to you as a, it's like we are in a family meeting. Are we not in a family meeting? Yeah. So if you are online, this is a family meeting. Yeah. A family meeting. Yeah. Round table discussion on certain matters. Yeah. See, this one thing is needful. So certain things, sometimes in the round table we discuss that. Come and shout glory to that. Glory. So if you can't buy a bundle to come online to watch, okay, 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 wait. What was the question I answered on Monday? Ask Pastor Prince. Give me the microphone right now. Bring the microphone. The question I answered on Ask Pastor Prince, one by one. If you can answer, lift up your hands and let me see. If you can answer. The question I answered on Ask Pastor Prince. Because you see, I'm talking like this. Some of you is like, oh, Papa is just talking plenty. But I'm talking out of cogitations. Out of what? My cogitations, my contemplations, my what? Contemplations. The usher is ready. If you remember, lift up your hands and let me see. If you remember, lift up your hands and let me see. What question did Papa answer on Ask Pastor Prince on Monday? Number one. Number two, what did Papa P share on Wednesday? Service. Let me see. Right now. I'm going to let you know how, how, how religious we've turned a church into. And then we are boasting that Ghana is a, a, a Christian country. What is Christianity about our church? True or false? So if a, if a minister of the gospel becomes selfish, he will just Talk, 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 talk. Raise it, raise it, build this house, build this, do a visa, go to US and be coming. And leave the church the way they are. They, 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 we call it, they, they, they walk on the congregation to get to where they are going to and leave their congregation there. 
and just be sitting. They come to church and say, hello, hello, hello. Hey. Go home. Many ministers have turned to that. Some are using, that's why people all use all kinds of things. Cream. All, even cream, we sell it now. Do I have to buy a cream to chase a demon? Did he say in my name, you shall buy a cream to chase a demon? Am I asking you a question? Buy a calendar, and when I step on, my fiber will disappear. What rubbish is this? Why don't they sell the calendar? Somebody told me, says, somebody took a bread. They say, all those who want to have children, come. This is how he broke the bread into about five pieces, thousand Ghana, thousand Ghana, thousand Ghana. And people were running to go and buy thousand Ghana. Maybe next week I'll, next week I'll try some here and see. <laughs> At the camp, we'll try it there. By the time we start, we finish praying, we've eaten the bread already. Some of us, we can't wait to pray over the bread. Is that not true? Why? It's because those ministers, most of those ministers have intuitively said, because no matter what you want to do for the church, people think what I'm saying is nonsense. It's like we should close. What is Papa saying? You should share a proper sermon. Is this not a proper sermon? It's a proper sermon I'm sharing with you. Okay, I don't have a proper sermon to share. What I shared on Wednesday, tell me. And on Monday. Today I'm in church. I'm, are we not in church? Mr. Yeah, Steph, are we not in church? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on, on Monday and on Wednesday, if you cannot share, when you go put your phone in the, uh, what do you call it, offering bowl, you don't need that phone. That Android phone and what is the name of this phone? IPhone. I, iPhones and all those things. Buy me iPhone. Buy me uh, what phone? Please, sir. But if you have bought an iPhone or a phone for your wife or your husband and they don't use it for take that phone and go and sell it. Put it in the offering. <laughs> is that not strange? Why am I sharing this with you? What is the use of your phone if it cannot, it's not for the gospel? Some of you have watched your state. Uh, the, day, the very day that, you see, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm just coming out of my contemplation. The very day Pastor first stood here and said, do a status. I was, I was at home. I checked everybody's status. I, I wanted to snap a picture and project it here. The pastor was here telling you, do a status. In fact, do this status. But if you go to your workplace and your boss says, do a status of me, it's my birthday, you do it. You come and ask God why he has not done what he said he would do. Why is God not doing it? God, God said he would do it in my life. He's done it. He's left with one. <laughs> Me, he's left with only one. I was 24 years when I said I'll give birth to the first girl I'll give birth to is Daisy. I was 22, 24. That's why I say, if you say God is failing you, where is he failing you from? He's failing you from you yourself. You may not like it, but it's true. My God, he never fails. He never does what? He's failing you by yourself for yourself. Because you are not following. That, that's what I just said. So you are particular of the grace of this ministry. We are asking you, Monday, ask for the prince. What did I share? You don't know. Did we share links? Did we share links on the pages for free? So that you don't even go on a search. True or false? Did we say we are live on Wednesday so that even if you say, well, I couldn't come to church. I couldn't come 
to what? Church on Wednesday. To the classroom. I still joined online. And I listened to something that he talked about. So before, before I close, I have things to share. I won't share again. Because all my sharing is useless. If I share things and you don't hear, what is the essence of sharing? You to your coming is useless. Because if you come all the way and drive and buy fuel and come and sit down and not hear anything, then how will you advance? So I'm asking a question. If you can answer, you will close and go home. If you don't answer, you will be here. <laughs> it looks like we are playing. Is that not true? But we are handling certain things in church. <laughs> On Monday, ask Pastor Prince what question did we answer? And ask Pastor Prince. On Wednesday, what did we talk about that you remember? You may, you may not be in church on Wednesday, but you were online. Pastor, is that not true? If God blesses me and I buy a jet for you, what would they say? It is within themselves. They are enjoying the money within themselves. Is that not what they are saying on the social media? They are enjoying themselves. with. Don't you come from Somenia? Every Wednesday, all the way from Somenia, leaves here 10.30. If I buy a V8 for you now, the same people within the church will be the one to gossip. Even as we have not bought a, car, a V8, a pastor is the one who has gotten a V8. Yeah, that pastor, before he got a V8, was coming from Somenia every Wednesday for midweek service. You live at here, here, where? Here, Ghana, Ghana, Accra, here. Accra, Ghana, somewhere here. Somebody is traveling. Well, Alash, you don't come from Ampong. You are at the corner here. You say, oh, pastor is crying, and all that. Do we pay you for going and coming, Vazobed? If some of you were the one in Somenia, we will see you on a monthly basis. Oh, is that not true? Yes, we are talking about practical things. I can be mentioning names of people like that. You see them on a monthly basis. You see them on a monthly basis. Or monthly what? Coming to church. Because they don't stay in Accra. Oh, why not come? I don't stay in Accra, sir. We will make you start a branch where you stay. You will be the only person there. I've asked a question. I've asked a question. Because it looks like Pastor first said everybody do a status. When I checked, zero statuses and uh, all kinds of things. What will you get from putting your wig on status? Tell me. Dog, what will a person get from putting his wig or her wig? Because now men are wearing wig too. And putting it there, what will you get? Huh? Some of you are coming to you've never done the status of Pastor Prince, never done the status of a coach, never done the status of anything. My God can never answer you. Never. It can't happen. I can lay hands on you and you fall under the power. I said it yesterday to some couple who asked me. I said, I've laid hands on people who broke chairs. They came with nothing. There are people I just touched like this. They came. Where is the lady who had the testimony? Did she break chairs here? So now we want them to say, ah, why is there somebody just entered the church and got the testimony? Because you've been in the church, you are not taking anything serious. So one of me is laying hands and laying head 
and prophesy and prophesy with this about five. The, the whole thing is that we, we say is the man of God who has given prophecy and the prophecy has failed. When you received the prophecy, what did you do with it? What kind of reverence do you have for the man of God for which he tells you something and you do it? Or for which he sends his ministers and he says, tell the church and then they do it. So you don't have a status of church. News of the day. You don't even remember the news of the day we did on Friday or whenever. You don't just say, you know, do you know there are some of us here that when they come, they see there are plenty of messages, WC, and they'll click it like this. And then off. They don't even have to read it. And switch back to Instagram. May Instagram answer your questions for you. <laughs> Any person in WCN like that, may Instagram answer your questions supernaturally for you. They're all laughing. Is that not true? Alfred, is that not true? Alfred, is that not true? <laughs> I said, may Instagram answer all your questions for you. And Facebook. And most of them, you say, dude, they won't do the status. If you do did the status of us as a prince, won't you know what I answered? If you like, let's take the mic, bring the microphone. We are starting from here. Let us see what will happen in this church right now. <laughs> Some people are begging for their lives. <laughs> Is that not strange? Is this not more than preaching on grace and going home? Me, let me tell you this thing. I'm a very practical person. I don't like, uh, what do you call it? Theories and all. We've, we've theologized and theorized Christianity it has become a religion. I don't like theology and, and theories. No. no. <laughs> Shout glory. It, it looks like I'm playing, but I'm very serious. It pains me that you can say you follow me for three years and you don't have a child. It pains me. I cry on it. I cry. Sometimes I want to come to your house and force you to have to get pregnant. Sometimes I want to force you to get a better job than this thousand Ghana. Because I wonder what a man, a person, a lady, young lady can do with a thousand Ghana for five years. I want those with seven thousand can't sit up. Thousand Ghana. Oh, sister Seb, is that not true? Those with five thousand don't sit up. Some people have parked their cars and walking. Do you get what I'm talking about? Thousand Ghana cities. Is that is sometimes when you you see when you are not burdened? That's what the last time on ministry I said. If you are not burdened with the burdens of men, you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. You see, there are doctors here. The fact that there are doctors tell me they are burdened with the burdens of men. It's just an, a, a a job. It's just a what? A job. When a minister is true, he's burdened with the burdens of men. And I'll share with you very soon, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Why? I'm sharing with you a lot of things. Even if it's on record and you delete it, I don't care. It's okay. Once you hear it, it's okay for me. It's very necessary. When a man of God hears that his member is dead, the man of God is shaking. Ah, what happened? Is that not true? Sometimes the man of God is crying. Ah, what happened? Let's go. Let's go. Dr. John is here. If somebody dies in your, in your hospital... Is it not a normal something that somebody has died? 
Are you so shaky? Is somebody has died? No, no, hold it. Oh, somebody died yesterday and somebody died today. It's normal. But within a church, if somebody dies today and dies tomorrow, what will happen? You have to raise that dead person back to life. So a man of God, every man of God you see who is genuine and sincere is burdened with the burdens of many. The ministers that you hear, they've gotten stroke. is because of fasting. I saw a minister, I heard of a minister who got stroke last year somewhere. And somebody posted a video where he was so angry that he has prayed for people and they've left the, they, when they get things, they don't even come to the church to help. And people on social media was asking, is he God? Is he God? And saying all kinds of things. I shook my, I shook my head in disbelief. This is a generation we find ourselves in, social media generation. What it takes for a minister of the gospel to minister God's spirit and power for a hopeless situation to change. What it takes. What God even look at when he says desires, desires, desire earnestly. The best gift. That desire. The level you get to for, for God to accept that this is a strong desire. If you knew, if you see a minister, you say yes, sir. Of the gospel. Did you hear what I said? So if we blow the flute for you and you don't dance, we have to talk. Don't you have to talk? I'm not the only one saying this. So. Go to First Corinthians chapter 9. Let me show you what Paul said. Have I talked to you about what? Did I talk about increasing in grace? So I said, following the man of God closely, following his messages. We, have not, we are not done. You answer Monday and Wednesday. I have not forgotten. You follow closely. Follow his tapes. Follow his messages. Follow his books. You are going to write books. Two or false. But now messages are available. What is faith? Let me ask you here. Okay, what is faith? It's a half faith, sir. A half faith. The questions I can if I say I'm asking questions here. You will get zero. Negative zero. When I was in SHS, I did Latin. It's only Latin you get negative zero. In SHS. You can get zero out to the point where the man don't know what to do again and give you negative. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. <laughs> oh, hear what I said there. Is this not important? So, it's so important that sometimes we share some of these things. When we come to church. So that the work is not easy. It's not difficult. It's not made difficult. Every father wants to see a child that is flourishing. It's coming. That they have got 10 over 10. That they have got 7 over 10. Two of us. So, okay, next time get 11 over 10. Every father wants to see progress. So, you want to see your progress spiritually. You want to see your progress materially. Ah! How can I raise a broke Christian? For three years broke. 
Francisca, are you hearing what I'm saying? Three years broke. Three years what? In WCN. Even God told this, you've walked around this whole mountain for a long time. For a long time. And then be celebrating that, oh, Papa, Papa celebrates. The man of God celebrates when his children are doing well. I said what? Are doing well. Are doing well. I'm not saying you are nowhere. When I see where you can be and how relaxed you are, I say no, you can't relax now. I said what? There is more to see in your small life that is there is more there is more to you can see. There is more. It doesn't matter where you are, there is more. Let those who doubted you see you and say, This is God's work. Don't let them see you and clap their hands and say, Ah, we said it, we said it, we said it. What did they say? What has God said? God's word in your life must prevail. Shout Amen. So whenever you switch to Instagram, remember I said you've not listened to a message. Switch back to listen to a message to bless you. And where? Snapchat. Ah. You can take your time to work uh, Snapchat. Joke, joke. That thing they put on their faces and it's like this, like this. Take, is it TikTok or Snapchat? Which one is it? Who helped me with that? Dog. Which one is which? Snapchat or TikTok? Snapchat, Snapchat eh? Yeah. When they put some flies on their eyes and they have to do it like this, do it like this, like this. You can have time to do all of that and even download it from Snap, the Snapchat or TikTok and put it on status. Yeah. Is that not true? <laughs> Yet when we ask you, ask us a prince for three minutes, what did we answer? It was just three minutes. How many minutes? Three minutes. What did we ask? Answer. Nonsense, we should be doing that quiz in the church. When I take them, I will say, What did we ask for the prince? What did we ask? So, yes, sir, 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 sir. Is that not good? To help you. I'll force you to grow unless you leave the church and go. I'll force you. What I'm coming to do from the campaign? When I come, I'll ask you one question after the other. I've taught a lot of things. In fact, I have to even stop teaching and start writing books. Then I'll be asking you questions. Is that not true? Why should somebody pay your come for you within the church? Why should somebody be the one to do that for you? Say, Papa, it's not, it's not me because, because... Are we not in the same Ghana? So why should somebody pay your own for you? Papa, it's not me. It's the work I'm doing. Who told you that work cannot be blessed? I'm just selling some shoes. The level, the level of grace, the level of grace that we are talking about. So somebody must not pay your camp for you. In fact, you must be excited when they are paying my camp for me. Then when you go to your room, you sleep, you, you cry. <laughs> Never again. It's a cry of the Spirit. Say, Lord Jesus, a year by this time. I should pay five people. My man of God says that you are able to change things. Baby, is that not true? I'm, I'm trying to give you the right attitude. 
not just be enjoying they are paying for me they are paying for me the one who is paying for you has made you like his slave it's like when the scripture says that the borrower is something something that subject to the lender the borrower is subject to the lender the one who is lending to you and you are receiving when you're always at the receiving, 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 you end up becoming a slave. You should be at the giving, giving, giving. And I've said it before, you don't have to get thousands to give. If you say you can give 20 to somebody you met on the street, on the somewhere, corner somewhere. If you're a giver. If you're also a, a non-giver, you are calculating your 25 CD. Am I sharing something with you? If you have been blessed, shout glory. So who would answer the question I asked on the Wednesday service? How can we have a whole Wednesday service? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Are you telling me that you've not bought a data and gone to statuses to check your friend's statuses? Is that what you are telling me in this church? Or you've not gone to Facebook to display a picture? Some of you are only displaying yourself. I wonder what will happen after displaying yourself. On your status, you are there, then you remember one dance move, then you dance and put it there. Very soon you become a dance god. Is that not true? They'll be inviting you to their parties to come and show that dance there and pay you for that. Be focused on what will make you great. The world is full of so much distractions. D-I-S. You can easily be distracted and still be seeing yourself and enjoying life. I know, I've said you, I know what it means to sleep on a bench. And I know what it means to sleep on the floor just because you don't want to sleep on a bed. I know the difference. I know what it means to go through hard, hard, hard times. I know what it means to be abandoned. I know what it means. I also know what it means when you know within your spirit that you are impacting somebody's life. I know the differences. Some of you have not known that difference. Dr. John, he has not known that difference. He's now seeing some certain things. Have you known that difference? Have you slept on a bench before? Huh? Well, you sleep on a bench and you, you turn again and keep sleeping. High density. You know the difference. Some of you have not reached that level. Say you've not reached that level of, of what? Shedding blood. That's why. Must Papa talk, Francisca? Must Papa talk? Must I talk today? I shouldn't talk again, eh? <laughs> Shout glory. See, I'm a world changer. I'm changing my world. I'm making an impact. I'm making progress. I'm doing mighty things for the Lord. I'm changing lives. I cannot be, I can't be a victim in this life. See, see, I can't be a victim in this life. But I can't do much with this level too. There must be a change. See, there must be a change. There must be a change. You want to see a change? You must begin that change. 
You begin making changes. It's very important. Have I shared something with you? Or you want me to continue? Shall I continue? So, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. You said, man of God, today, if you don't answer this question here, you take your phone and put it in an offering, the offering bowl. Is it allowed? It's allowed in WCN. You don't like yam. <laughs> your Android is not making impact. Is it making impact? Is it making impact? Is your Android making impact? If we notice that it's not making now they'll be writing names of those whose Android never makes impact. When we come to say, has your Android been making impact? I say, yes, sir. Which impact did it make? They put it in the offering bowl and go. Johnson, is that not true? Use everything that you have for the propagation of the gospel. Everything that you have. Some of you have Christmas dresses that you are waiting to wear in December. Use it for the propagation of the gospel. Wear it and bring it to church. Is that not true? It's a sign of poverty. Ah. You think I'm telling you that? I'm, I'm, it's true. It's a sign of poverty. How can I keep a Christmas dress to December? We are in what? April. It's only December. It's a sign of poverty. It's how poor your mind is. Poverty mentality. John, is that true? You have a shoe you wear only on Christmas. It's poverty mentality. <laughs> you have a hairstyle you do only on Christmas. It's poverty mentality. It is what? Ask me why. Say why, why, why is it poverty mentality? But why do you also want to keep it to December? What, what is in your mind that is making you tell you that by December you've not bought in a nicer one than that, or within December you'll not be able to buy a nicer one than that? What is in your mind that is telling you that? What is in your mind that is telling you that this shoe is only reserved for December? That you can't buy a better shoe than that before December. Look at the months we have to December. So in your mind, you are not going to make progress. Is that not true? In your mind, you are not making progress. Ah, last year ended like this. What, what steps have you taken different from last year? That makes you think that by December, I would have... Mo- Am I say, if, I, if, if, if I do a motivation speaking, I will charge for these things I'm sharing with you. Didn't some of you pay for motivation speaking back in the university? I've never paid such a thing before. Never. (laughs) Christians, motivation. Paul, something, something. Then they go and keep it. And they see this to sit to hear motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. So if I was doing motivational something, wouldn't I charge you for this? Thank God I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm an inspirational speaker. I'm speaking to you. So don't keep those shoes for December. It's a sign of not making progress. 
Wear all your shoes. Wear them. Do what? Wear your shoes. When you go today, some of your clothes are becoming smaller because you don't wear. Wear them. The clothes you know you are not wearing again, give them out to somebody. Don't put them in your wardrobe and be checking it, be serving it. Give them out. You are not wearing, you know they don't fit you again. Look for somebody. Come to church, say, Charlie, I have nice dresses. Let me give to so and so. It's better. Who hear what I said there? Don't hang those clothes to December or special occasions. That is what is making you remain, sit down and remain with money. Ah. You want to make progress. That's not true. So you want to make progress. You want to make progress. There are steps, decisions you make. You take that makes you make progress in life. But if you are staying with that one thing, then it means by December, you've decided that by December you have not, you've not reached anywhere. Wherever I know that by December, you take a long, in fact, you write a big vision for yourself. You may not be able to achieve the, the big vision. You achieve half. You've done something. Better than none. I've said it. No one in this year of ever increasing grace should end this year like it was in January. Am I speaking to somebody here? Saying amen is not... No, I don't want the amen again. Amen without steps is amenless. True or false? The amen is too much. May the Lord increase you, amen. Then you sleep until December. Then January comes. 31st, you are in church praying. Take different steps. This year, I'm taking different steps more than last year. This year, I'm taking different steps more than last year. So you also take different steps more than last year. If you caught what I said, shout glory to it. Doc, will you do that? So when you go home, check your world to open your shoes. The ones you have put there for special location. In fact, the one you even put there for your wedding, go and wear it now. So I've bought a, a special shoe for my wedding Thanksgiving. Go and wear it. So when is the wedding? It's by feet. It's by feet. The wedding is by feet. If you can ha- have a wedding by feet, can you have a shoe by feet? The cost of doing a wedding and the cost of do- uh, buying a shoe, are they the same? You see the changes by feet. Oh, it's by feet. But the wedding is coming by faith. The shoe too is buying, being bought by faith. The same currency. Faith is the currency that does the wedding and buys the shoe. Mister uh, Jem, is that true? Sister Nancy, are you hearing me or you're out of coverage area? It's very important. Is it not very important? So go home and eh? listen to this message alone. And be provoked. Well, last two, be provoked. If you are not provoked by all the things that I'm sharing with you, then it will take an earthquake to provoke you. By this time, you should be provoked. The only thing you can save is to save money. It's good to save money. The Bible tells us to save. Tell us to give. Tell us to save. Some is for bread. 
some trees where he gives seed to the sower and gives bread to the eater. So you save. But don't save those shoes there. Some of your shoes are dusty. Some give some out. Wear them to church and look nice. Don't reserve those dresses. And be challenged to make impact, to make progress and buy new ones. If you are there, shout glory. Glory. Is that not powerful? From the time the time I was 22 to where I am now, all throughout, I never t- took a dime from my father. Never. It was a challenge. I'm not. I'm not taking anything from my father again. How can I go be taken to school to the university and learn in the university and come back and depend on my father? Ah. So there are things you throw a challenge. That's what I'm trying to say. Throw a challenge about your shoe. You buy plenty of shoes. Two or false. Am I not an apostle? Let me end with this. If today you have been blessed, shout glory to it. Glory. I should have shared on the Holy Spirit. What is the essence of sharing on the Holy Spirit? Above it. All my messages on the Holy Spirit, don't you know? Have I not shared and shared and shared on the Holy Spirit? On Christ in you, you as Christ, eternal life in you, on faith, on authority, cast out demons. So if I come sharing again, meanwhile demons are chasing you, is that not a problem? I never slept in the night for years because demons were chasing me. I never slept in the night. Chimpanzees will be chasing me. Uh, uh, what? All kinds of things. I never slept. That's why I'm, talk- I'm talking based on seriousness. Seriousness. So that one day, when you see that I'm, I'm having five jets and they are talking on social media, you say, oh, that man of God, he was serious. We were the ones who were listening and not serious. But he was serious. Why should the man of God buy a jet? Why should the man of God not buy five jets? Why shouldn't he buy five jets? None of questions they ask. Why shouldn't he buy? Why there are poor people in the church? None of what they say. After Paul preached and preached and preached, 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 preached. He said that he swore himself of everyone's blood because he's preached all he has to preach. The rest is left to you. Paul said it. We have not just said to say it now. We have to get you to do things. I have to do what? You can't be sleeping. Some of you move from prayer meeting, prayer meeting. I'm, uh, what? Achimota Forest, you are there. What forest is in Accra again? In Sarum Forest, you are there. Koforidia Forest, you are there. You've not been desperate before. It's a level of desperation that makes you drink anointing oil. It's a level of desperation just because you want a job. It's a level of desperation. You drink oil like you are drinking honey. That's what people have got into. But real desperation is sitting with the Lord in His Word. It's real desperation. 
who is serious for something here. So I'm talking to you as a father. You must take it serious. You can also decide not to take it serious. And people, when you correct them, they think that you are insulting them. So I've realized that sometimes even our upbringing comes to church. Our upbringing comes to church. We bring it to church. Our upbringing in the home. Some of you, when your parents corrected you, you saw it as insult. So when you come to church, a man of God is correcting. It's still an insult. And also says this here, you are insulting me. I came with the car. You came with the shoe. Are we the same? It's an usher who decided to 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 <laughs> let me not go into that. Am I an am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are not ye my work in the Lord? Hey. You see why I'm talking like that? It says, Are you not my work in the Lord? So you are all my work in the Lord. Whether you like it or you don't like it, as long as you are in WCN, you are my work in the Lord. Is that not true? So if I meet the Lord Jesus and say, Sister Francisca, I meet the Lord Jesus and I'm talking to Sister Nancy or Sister Francisca or Brother Gideon, I should be able to say something tangible. If your man of God can't say anything important about you to the Lord Jesus, if he meets him, I may meet him even today. <laughs> is that not true? Yeah. I'm saying, sir, Brother Gideon, we don't know what he's doing in the church. Is that not true? Yeah. So every man of God has that interest, every genuine man of God, to be able to talk to the Lord Jesus about you in the right way. Because you are his work. You see, Brother Alfred, now he's wearing tight. He didn't used to. Tell Jesus now he's wearing tie, and that's good. And Jesus said, Wow, he's wearing tie now to church. He has not kept the tie in the wardrobe. Is that not true? They are talking about the work he's doing. Sajam, is that not true? Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? Verse 2. If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubt this Paul this is a complainer. Yet doubtless I am to you, or I am to you. For the seal of my apostleship are you in the Lord. Do you see him talking here? Who is following the reading? Verse 3. My answer to them that do examine me is this. Mm -hmm. Have we not power to eat and to drink? Continue. Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? Do you understand what he's saying? Switch to NIV. We all read it one by one. I want you to see an apostle. It's not today that the church is like this, but we will still talk. Must we not talk? Yeah. By the time I meet you again in 2024, you have become one of the greatest assets of the kingdom of God and of WCN. By the time we are, we are, we are somewhere 
2024, right? It's not to see you again in 2024. You are telling me, sir, you don't know what I've been going through from that 2022 I met you. No. Don't we have that? Go back to one. NIV. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not the result of my work in the Lord? Do you see it? Is it clear there? Verse 2. Even though I may not be an apostle to others, surely I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Mm -hmm. This is my defense to those who sit in judgment on me. Verse 4. Don't we have the right to food? The right to food. Don't we have the right to food and drink? So he has the right to eat and to drink. When did he say we are starting our fasting again? In May. Don't we have the right to eat and drink? There are people within this church. If I say every, every, every Sunday I'm going to move and pick, you'll be the one to pay. They will pay out of December in this church. And let me eat. What's the you pay? So bad. You pay and let me eat. Two of us. And just go and be eating buffet, buffet, buffet. Dog, what do you think? But, don't we have the right to take a believing wife, because Paul was not married. Don't we have the right to take a believing wife along with us? As do other apostles and the Lord's brothers and safers. We have the right to take wives with us, he's saying. Continue. Is it only I and Barnabas who must work for a living? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of his grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink? See, people say the man of God is doing ministry and he's getting a lot of money. This is the answer. The answer. May God knows that when he exposes me to the world, even the world will shake. You see me standing like that. I'm a shaker man. Shaker. I was born to shake this world. To turn the world upside. I'm never scared that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those pastors who they ask you, so why are you so rich? Because I have businesses. Nonsense. <laughs> I have businesses all over. They say we oh, do businesses all over. I can do business if I want to. But I can't stand on the social media and say it's because of my business that I'm rich. They didn't say that here. In verse 29, verse 7. Some say, why do you, should you give to a man of God? This is why you should give to When a man of God blesses you, you ask to give to the man of God. This is why. Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of his grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk? Is this not a question? Are you saying Nanes Rice doesn't get money from his Nanes Rice? He says, all I do, all the money I get, I give it to the orphanage. Because there, there are a lot of poor people in, in the world. So I'm giving all my money. Is that what they do in the next guys? Is that what you do in your hospital, dog? I've said it before. As urgent as health issues are, before we even treat you, you pay. As serious as it is. As serious as it is. When I enter consultation room, I pay. I only don't pay to Dr. John. He can't charge me. Can you charge me? He can't charge me. 
But if you enter a consultation room, whether the problem was the headache went or it didn't go after the medication, you have already paid before you went home. How many have gone to see a lawyer before? A lawyer anywhere? You're going to see a lawyer because of a case. Before the case begins, you have paid. Whether you win or you lose the case, you have already paid something. Three or false. Every day you meet the lawyer to you pay. That's minus the charges. Who does law, law, lawyer or practice law at his own expense? Or medicine at their own expense? Is that not strange and powerful? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Continue verse 8. Do I say this merely from a human point of view? Doesn't the law say the same thing? Uh-huh. When it's written in the law of Moses, I wanted to teach you this, but I won't teach you today. One day, every time I want to teach this subject, I stop it. Do you know that? I'll teach it in the crusade ground in Indonesia. When it's written in the law of Moses, when I say, say it like this, is it not strange? I'm talking Indonesia. I'm already there, all over Asia. All this is, uh, all this thing we are doing here is, uh, what? It's preparation. For it is written in the law of Moses, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. Is it about oxen that God is concerned? Surely he says this for us, doesn't he? Yes, this was, this was written for us because when the plowman plows and the thresher threshes, they ought to do so in the hope of sharing in the harvest. So a poor congregation will make a pastor poor. A rich congregation will make a pastor rich. Did you hear what I said? If you are all broke here, and all of you are not broke, some are broke and some are not broke, so you must know where you are and change from being broke. I'm not getting you to be excited. So that you say, oh, I'm broke. But Papa says, it's okay. God will come through for me. This is not an American preaching. God will come through for you. Amen. God will come through for you. No, 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 no. no. If you are broke, God is not coming through. You must wake up from that brokenness. <laughs> Shout glory to that. Is that not true? Shout glory. I'm <laughs> saying, what is happening with Papa today? <laughs> what is happening with Papa today? I'm flowing. From my contemplations. I'm wondering, we are in April, right? In the first week in April. The first week in April. We are entering to the second week. I'm one of the few men of God who measure progress. You may not know I'm measuring progress, but I'm measuring your progress. I can tell you why you've been where you are for all these months. I can tell you. I'm measuring your progress in the Word, your progress in church coming, your progress in service, and your progress financially, how they all work together. They are all intertwined. They are all working together. If I don't get you to be fervent, I can never get you to be blessed. I can teach on blessing and you still remain broke. God gave the blessings to the Israelites. Some were broke and some were rich among them. True or false? 
But some of you sitting down here, you have this short life to live. It's a short life. Count 1 to 60 is short life. 1 to 70 is short life. 1 to 100 is short life. You can count 1 to 3. Even if you are 100 years, it's a short life. But within this short life, you can do something big. You can do what? That will stay on earth and stay in heaven. Something big that will stay on earth and do what? Stay in heaven. I don't want you to, I'm not motivating you to do something big for the earth. Because if it's for the earth, it will remain here. All those who brought a and B and all those things, they mentioned their names, it will remain here. If they never got saved, they are in hell. Maybe they are singing those songs there for the demons there. But you must do something that has meaning here and meaning there. All of you. Am I talking to you, Abby? Or you are sleeping on me? Or you are feeling cold, eh? That condition is too much for you. It's because we are all rich in this church, that's why. By this time, you should be finding yourself. That is a sign of poverty. It's a sign of what? It's a sign of what? You're in church finding yourself. <laughs> Why? The day I entered, come <laughs> is that not powerful? I entered Christ Embassy Auditorium with my suit, yet I was feeling cold. Central is. We're sitting down shaking like this. I said, this is riches. This is wealth. By the time I'm going to see in another church somewhere, they are finding themselves. Everybody has bought a fan. They are finding themselves. So been, the air conditioning alone has made you know how much wealth you must carry. Is that not true? It must condition your mind to the point where you say, hey, the way I've enjoyed the condition here, when Papa is building the big auditorium, I should be the one to fit or fix the central AC. I heard the man of God in Ghana talking and shouting and preaching. It was very wild. He has a nice auditorium, big one, no central AC. And he was saying, nobody can even buy central AC for us. Look at how we are sweating here. It was very wild. That most of those church folks have Lancusa V8. The amount of money they pay for fuel for V8 alone, within two years, can buy a central AC. Is that not true? So why am I sharing all of these things with you? Because you must do great things for the Lord. You must be determined. Johnson, are you here? To do great things for the Lord. That determination must cause you to practically walk with the Lord. And walk with His Word. And walk with His Spirit. Don't decide to be an employee forever. Did you hear what I said? Some of the people say, oh, so, where you are working, somebody started it. Maybe apart from government sectors, wherever you are working, somebody's idea. Somebody started a company. It was one, somebody who said, some, some of them even didn't know any speaking in tongues. How can we be speaking in tongues, speaking supernatural language, and not be able to start a big company and make it bigger? Or buy certain companies in the world? Don't you want to buy and own certain companies? You think they are not selling them? Because you don't have enough money to buy. That's why you have choked. Two of us. 
If you walk with the Lord, he will give you nations. I didn't hear glory to that. You don't want to own nations. You want to own a house, eh? I said, if you walk with the Lord, he will give you nations. He says, ask of me. And I shall give you the hidden for thy inheritance. If you walk with the Lord, the way I'm training you, God will give you nations. We may be mentioning your organizations when we are checking. Your organization. When, when people start saying sometimes, I tell them, don't aim at just Ghana. Somebody started an organization in the U.S. and brought it to Ghana. What makes you think you can't start in Ghana and take it to U.S.? What, what, what you must change? Especially knowing there is a supernatural influence around or with you. Who told you you can't get there? Can you get there? Are you determined to get there? Are you looking at where you are right now? Where you are is not as important as what you are seeing and where you are going. Have you seen a footballer on the park? Where he stands is not as important as the ball that he's chasing. He's seeing the ball. He's chasing the ball. Have you seen a footballer standing at one place like this and snapping pictures on the pitch? He has a focus. You are laughing. eh? He has a focus in his mind. What is the focus? His focus is on the football. That is you. Where you are now, you have a focus. If you don't have any focus to do great things in this life, you better go back to your mother's room. (laughs) That is true. You should have that focus to do great things. And do great things for the Lord. But you can't, you see, I read a story about a young guy. A young guy was very strong. He has other people around him. Very strong guy. Yet the guy was broke. Whenever there was an issue, we had to go and look for a rich man to pay for him. But it was so strong that everybody was scared at him. I read a story years back when I was young. And I always said to myself, being strong or whatever is not as important as being wealthy. When your wealth is in the Lord, that is even a different level. It's at a different level. You can do things for the Lord. Say, I can do things for the Lord. Say, I'm doing things for the Lord. Say, I'm increasing in grace. Say, this year, 2022, there'll be outpourings of the Spirit. I'll move from one to three. Some to move from one to ten. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Shout glory. glory. You have been blessed. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Who has heard something today? Or who feels like I shouldn't have come to church. I should be in the house. Decide to be great. Many years ago, as I watched certain ministers of the gospel and how great they were, how great they were, I was just challenged. You see, you must be great, not for your family. You must do great things in the world for the Lord. You say, oh, the richest person in, woman in Africa is a Nigerian, the richest black this, the richest that. These are people who fear God, though. Follow who so fears God. He does evangelism. 
Et dans les wells. Le mission à l'Akija. Very important. Do mighty things for the Lord. Look at somebody tell the person, do mighty things for the Lord. Decide you want to do mighty things for the Lord. Start now. Start doing small, small things. And start making progress. Let the Spirit of God see you like this. And swear by himself. If this guy doesn't become great, something will happen in this world. Because of the level. The level of what? Shout powerful man of God. Bow down your heads. No, wait. Lift up your right hand. Tell the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, I want to do great things for you. I'm living to do great things for you. Beyond my family. Beyond my workplace now. I'm doing something for my life is for you. To do something mighty. Say that. Do something mighty. I want to do something mighty. I can't be small. A small person's voice is not regarded. Small person's voice is not regarded. I can't be small. I'm doing great things. I'm making great impact. I'm walking in ever-increasing grace. And by this grace, I'm doing mighty things for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now bow down your heads. Let me bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. For I thank you for the life of all those in WCN. I pray for them. That they live to do mighty things for you. I pray that your spirit will guide their steps onto greater heights. That your spirit will guide their hearts to love you. To learn of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, shitele prokosho prokotoya. In the name of Jesus, let a little who takes this word becomes, become mighty. Let a little one become a great nation. As they persevere in your word, as they live for you, as they love you, as they learn of you. Father, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that when we are talking about mighty men on the earth. Because the seed of the righteous. Shall be mighty upon the face of the earth. That word. Let it manifest in WCN. Let them be mighty upon the face of the earth. When we are mentioning owners of assets, owners of organizations, 
owners of great businesses. Let the names of those in WCN be mentioned. We release that grace now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command that manifestation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory. Who has decided to be mighty upon this earth? By the time I'm reaching out to all the people in the crusade grounds, you are in the front row, you are mentioning your name for the greatness, great wealth. If I look at you on the looking at the front row and you are not there, I'll call you on the phone and say, Where did you pass after preaching all of these things to you? What do you guys think? Who is who will be on the front row? Who who is planning to be on the front row? You take you take a jet to a crusade crusade ground in Pakistan. What God doing? Are you taking a jet? I said, but why is why is why is why is Brother Godwin? He says he's in his jet coming. It's coming to Pakistan crusade for Christ. They are not still at the level where they say crusade no Pakistan here they are now. They better do. We are doing our own what? Shout, shout glory. Am I prophesying to your life? Am I speaking to some of you? If after today you remain the same, then I know the wala must do mighty things. So we have our camp coming on life. Is it 